straight. Now, see, now, nah, I'm playing. What's up? <laughs> now, nah, I'm playing. I ain't gonna spend nothing today, ladies and gentlemen. I can't spend pretty much at all. Um, welcome to Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Chuck. I you know how to get down. Um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate y'all for listening to the podcast. It is a little snowy right now, surprisingly. Kind of wild. I don't know how I feel about it. I ain't get my hot chocolate yet. Um, I ain't got no dado. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just... It, it is what it is. It's a little frosty. But what's not frosty is the NBA season. That's what we about to start talking about in quarter one. Let's get started. Quarter one, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to slide y'all with the NBA update. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Kawhi and We The North. You know, this will be the first time that they actually met in Toronto. So that's going to be a good game to see. I'm ready for it, personally. I realize, though, we, um, we've been talking a lot about like the best teams in the NBA. You know, that's kind of like you talking about the pretty girl all the time, but you leaving the ugly girls out. Ugly girls need love, too, Craig. Ugly girls need love, too. So we're going to start off with the bottom three teams of the NBA. Uh, the, the lowest of the low, <clears throat> the Knicks, right? You, who would have, are you surprised? I'm not. Let's, go, let, let's see the reason why it's an abysmal performance thus far. Um, honestly, they've shown no heart. Like, they just give up. That's the Knicks for you, I guess. Like, it's wild. They've been had head coaching issues over the last, I don't know how long, like two decades. Um, management issues over, I don't know how long, last two decades. Um, and they continue to target free agent after free agent after free agent. They've only acquired Carmelo Anthony and Amari Stoudemire. That's it. They've targeted Braun, D-Wade, Chris Bosh. Hell, they're about to try to go for Giannis. We already saw how they missed out on KD and Kyrie and everybody and they mama. Like, I don't foresee them doing too much. They're going to have to build through the draft. And they're going to have to show that their management is not fucked up, which is kind of hard to do. Dolan, you've been coming off like some trash. As an owner, the draft choices I want to see the Knicks go after, James Wiseman or Vernon Carey, they need a quality big man who can actually produce offensively. I like Don, I like Mitchell. Don't get me wrong. I do. He's actually one of the players I would not mind keeping. And I do kind of want to hold off on my reservation for Nefali Dante out of Oregon. He's been kind of hampered. And not hampered physically, but like he's not he hasn't been able to play. I want to see them draft those players. And they got to keep tanking. Or playing the way they've been playing. You also got to keep Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Dennis Smith Jr., Alonzo Trier, who don't sleep because he could be the next Lou Williams if you're not careful. Um, Mitchell Robinson, like I said, and Bobby Portis. Those have been the best players on their team. You keep them. You bring in some new talent. You try to build around that. Randle's probably your best leader. Um, oh, and Morris. And Morris. I'm sorry, Marcus Morris. Like, those are probably your best leaders. So you can keep those, them around for like two, three years, then try to ship them off or put them on the bench. Now, the Warriors, the Warriors still need to tank them damn selves. Like, I understand they don't have Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, nor D'Lo, and then they haven't had Draymond for the full year either. So, I mean, it, it, it goes from, like, five years of dominance to, damn, what the fuck happened, right? They need 
to let Steph and Clay just say fuck it this season. Take the rest off. Like take take the rest of the year off. Relax. Come back together fully healthy next year. And in the meantime, they also need to look at James Wiseman, Vernon Carey as potential draft picks. I also want to see them draft Lamelo Ball as a six eight power playmaker. You could use that on their squad, especially if he can become a defensive like not stopper, but at least defensively potent. That's doable. Um, also, Obi Topin. He's a 6'9 forward who can score quite efficiently. Um, he's a shoot like 40% from three. And he's like decent on the defensive end, on the defensive side. Probably should keep him. Uh, probably should draft him if he's available and you guys are low enough. And if like Wiseman and LaMelo Ball and Carey are gone, then I'll probably say draft him. Now the Cavs. Ah, they're actually interesting. They need to trade some players like Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love, and Jordan Clarkson. All three players are serviceable. Kevin Love could be all-star form. Tristan Thompson, we know, double-double machine. And Clarkson is a is a walking bucket on the off the bench. Could start, but I like him off the bench personally a little better. Um, they still need a tank, and I'm not overly sold on Colin Sexton to be honest with you. Like he might be a six-man type candidate. You have Darius Garland and Colin Sexton, who you're trying to build up and promote as the Cavs team. I'm not confident in it. I need to see a lot more. And they need to draft pretty much whoever the fuck comes their way. LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, who actually is a 6'5 guard, can score the ball in bunches. That might be what they actually need. And he's tough-minded, too. Colin Sexton seems like a flash-in-the-pan type dude. Sometimes he gives you hot. Sometimes he gives you cold. I ain't liking it. So they can they can, they can aim at Anthony Edwards. Also, Wiseman to carry if you're giving up Thompson and Love. You need to find somebody. All right, so we got quarter two. Y'all already know we're hitting y'all with the college updates, the NCAA updates. Might not say that, actually. We're just going to say college for right now. Um, however, tonight we did have... Few upsets, quite a few. Louisville, number one team, they lost, but it's okay because UND lost, number fourteen. But that's okay because Colorado lost, number twenty fourteen. Like it's just raining L's, and and it losses people. Like that's it, it, it's really wild. And like a quick little breakdown of all the games thus far that we that, that we showed. Texas Tech ended up beating Louisville. Uh, be honest with you, Texas Tech shot piss poor. And won the game. Like, let me say that again. Shot piss poor. Pause. And won the game. Pause. By double digits. Like, 70 to 57. On Louisville's home floor. Louisville sat there and shot terribly. I'm sorry. I can't even say terribly. Because I said the Texas Tech shot piss poor. That's con similar to terrible. They shot like, Louisville shot like ass. 18 from percent from three? Oh, Nah, you can't do that and win a game. Sorry. That's why you lost. Nawara can only take them as far as he can go. Like, he shot poorly. He did so the last game as well um, against their against a ranked opponent. I'm not seeing much out of Nawara like I wanted. I need, I need him to get his efficiency up a little bit better. Now, UMD. UMD was out-rebounded by Penn State. 48 to 33. Oh my god. Like, what? And on top of that, Penn State played better team ball with 10 plus assists. 
and uh, with a with a 10 plus assist margin compared to UMD, and they had six to seven more steals and blocks, like each. L, explainable. I don't see why. And on top of that, it was was it UMD's home? I think so. Might not have been. Either way, still lost. And UMD really needs to shake that up because they have not been doing that well. Like they had Mellow Trimble back in the day. When I say back in the day, a couple years back. Um, but after that, like I don't remember them being really relevant except for like the when the Harrisons were uh, who went to Kentucky were about to get recruited, and then before that was all the way in like 2001 three time. Like when you had Steve Blake, Juan Dixon, and them boys when they actually beat Indiana. Just saying, you might want to sit up there and play a little better. And to close it out, Northern Iowa beat Colorado and shot on past them. Like, you can never really sleep on Northern Iowa. I don't know why, but they have been winning and causing upsets ever since as far as I can remember. I, I, I really don't get it. They up the, It seems like they do it every year. I don't understand why Colorado wasn't that great. Eh. I mean, they. Sh I take that back. Colorado, like, they both shot pretty well, actually, now that I remember. They both shot pretty damn well. It's just that Northern Iowa outplayed them at the end of the day. So I'm not going to go too badly on Colorado the way I am going to go on Louisville and Maryland. Both y'all are trash. Colorado, you just, your defense was, oh, either your defense was slacking or Northern Iowa's offense was just clicking that day. Now, J.J. Culver, he's Jared Culver's older brother. That's why I said older brother. He dropped 100 points. The man put up 100 points. I don't care who you're playing against. Even if it's some damn kindergartners, still 100 points. Get a bucket, young fella. Get a bucket. Um, now, you're probably wondering where he plays, right? He, I just said that, you know, he, did he play against the kindergartners? Nah, nah, he didn't. He plays at Wayland Baptist. It's part of the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletes, the NAIA. Um, to be honest with you, the NAIA has been around a lot longer than NCAA. Like, it was, it's the oldest conference. Surprising, right? I know I was a little surprised my damn self. Um, now, currently, Wayland Baptist was number three. The number not, the number eight now, but they were number three. They ended up losing to, um, who was it? What, what's the name of it? Um... Damn, what's the name of the people? Rice. They, used, they they lost to Rice University, who's a D1 college team. They lost by like 20. Uh, JJ ended up putting up 14 points with 10 rebounds and 3 steals. Uh, and he had 5 turnovers. No assists. I ain't really too fond of that. I wasn't too fond of that. And he shot 6 of 20 from the field. Just saying we can tweak that up a little bit. And also, just a little fun fact, uh, the NAI rankings. Well... You got Georgetown, which is in Kentucky. Not the Georgetown, y'all know. That's number one seed, though. The number one team. The Masters in California. Mid-Atlantic Christian, Oklahoma. Loyola, Louisiana. And Pikesville, they're out of Kentucky. That's the top five teams in the NAIA rankings. I'm going to keep it a whole buck with y'all. Never heard the name in my life whatsoever. But I can't, I can't hold you, though. We can't sit up there and, like fake like the NAIA is actually terrible. I mean, if you really want to look at it, the NAIA has actually produced players such as Scottie Pippen. Like, who the fuck knew? Who knew that Scottie Pippen came out of there, you know? Now, let's take another list. Let's take another look down the list, shall we? Dennis Rodman, Elgin Baylor, Rick Mahorn, Willis Reed, 
I'm just saying, the NIA is not as bad as people might give it credit for. So that 100 points that he put up, very solid. Keep doing what you do, baby. Keep doing what you do. Y'all already know, get your popcorn ready, get your food set up. If you need to go use the bathroom, go ahead and put the pause on the episode real fast and come right back. So we're going to be talking y'all about gift cards. Gentlemen, I am a firm believer in using gift cards on dates now. Kanye shrugs. Uh, <laughs> I went to Pop Bellies the other day. That's right, damn it. I said Pop Bellies. I don't care if y'all judging me at all. We both chose the spot. We did. Now, I go in. Initially, I wasn't going to get any food because, you know, I got some food at the, at the crib. I'm trying to save a buck or two. Um, but you know what? I was like, fuck it. Why not? Plus, I remember we I actually had a gift card to use. I just hadn't used it in like a year or two, literally. So I go there trying to figure out how much is in there. That's the first thing I do. Because if not, if the gift, if there's nothing on the gift card, I'll probably just go back home and eat some food. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, 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 it's a date, but it's like a date where, like, you're going to get some food and you're going back to the crib. So... I get to the front, I hand them the card, explain them the scenario, they, they swipe the card a couple times, swing, 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 no love, the manager even sees it, no love, tells the people what to do, type the number on the back of the card into the little system, and you can figure out that, cool, got you, so now we know that I have $6 on my card, back, cool, swaggy, we're Gucci, right, you would think so, so I ordered my chicken and cheddar, I was looking at the, uh, I was looking at the cream soda versus the orange soda. Cause I'm a Kenan and Kel fan. You know, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Is it true? Mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Ooh. And I ain't getting not one. Because I remember I got some soda or juice at the crib. So I'm fine. Plus, I'm trying to promote a little more water nowadays in the system. Keep yourself flush and hydrated and whatnot. That's always, that's always good to do. So I ordered my food, I get to the front of the line, and you know, we already know what's about to happen. I hand them my card, they swipe, swipe, eh, doesn't work, cool, hey, plug the numbers into the to the system, that's what I'm telling them, right, it's gonna, it's gonna work, now. Nah, I've seen it happen, they do that, nada, not at all, nothing, so I'm like, damn, after the third swipe, I, I ain't trying to pay this food now, <laughs> like, I, I already know we here, we good. So I start flirting with the with the lady at the behind the register. And I'm like, hey, bro, like, you know, kind of let me get this job for the free then, you know, like, give a little wink here and there. That's right, I I flirted a little bit while I'm on a date. Sue me, it is what it is. I got, wait for it, a free meal. That's right, I got a free meal, and on top of that, a brownie cookie. Not, I, I don't trust me, it's not a run on. It's a brownie cookie. I'm just saying, there ain't too much wrong with a gift card, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you gotta finesse the system. Ask the Patriots. Kanye shrug. I'm just sorry. Side note, they're fucking cheaters. Like, I don't care what you say. There's no way in the world that you're gonna sit up as a Patriots. New England Patriots, y'all gotta stop cheating. Y'all had Spygate, Deflategate. Damn it, you're just a, you're just a walking conspiracy. Like, stop it, please. Quarter three, the moment y'all been waiting for, I'm assuming... Is Cole Anthony not a top 10 pick? Maybe that's the wrong way to put it, because maybe the draft ain't that deep this year. Is he overhyped? I mean, in the debut, he dropped 34. Casually. Mm. Everybody's talking about him now. Like, oh, is, is he going to be the next iconic star in college like Zion was last year? <gasps> no. Um, Good player. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not seeing enough out of him 
to elevate the team. Like, he's on UNC Tar Heels. I'm not saying they're that stellar this year, ladies and gentlemen. But again, it's UNC. They get some quality talent. Case in point. Remember back in the day when Steph Curry took Davidson on that wild ride? And then followed it up by carrying them yet again. Yet, he didn't go deep into the into the tournament. But, you know, he carried them. Like, we knew, okay, this boy about to do his thing. I understand. Yeah, that was Steph's sophomore year, junior year. I get you. But the way the games work nowadays, I'm going to compare Cole Anthony now to Steph Curry back then. You can also say that Steph Curry is too high of a caliber player to compare him to. Fine, cool, got you. Let's look at CJ McCollum. He beat Duke. You know, he carried Lehigh's ass onto somewhere like... I need to see that type of reduction from Cole Anthony. Okay, okay. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. I hear y'all, I hear you. CJ McCollum could be... He is an all-star, quality player, got you. That could be too high of a bar, although we are putting a lot of pressure on Cole Anthony, because if you're going to put him as a top five draft pick, he should be better than C.J. McCollum. Let's go with Eric Maynard out of VCU, who also beat Duke, by the way. Like, I need to see Cole Anthony kind of performing the way that these fellas did. Like, it's... Again, I'm not saying Cole's not talented. Like, you put up 34 points as your debut... There's many reasons why that could have occurred. Defense don't know you that well. But you still got to be able to produce, you know? So, the boy can play. He can shoot well from three. Decently. I don't want to say well. He can shoot decently from three. But, like, I want to see him play against a quality team and just dominate. Like, when he plays Gonzaga on the 18, they're the number 16, by the way. That's going to be a good indicator for UNC's team. Remember, if UNC loses that game, they, they would probably be 7-4. Going into the ACC season, where you already going to lose about 3-5 to five of them games. Probably. Like, that's quite normal. So, uh, Cole's got to step it up against that Gonzaga team, especially if they want to have any shot at beating Dukes and the UVAs. Oops, sorry, they lost to them. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You just got to... I mean, I want to see more out of them. And I, it sucks. It really does. Because it's hard being a guard and dominating like that. Again, I just listed off Steph Curry. CJ McCollum didn't dominate. Hell, even Dame didn't dominate. But they performed well enough and got their team far enough. They also didn't have as much talent on their team as Cole Anthony does. So, just be mindful. Cole Anthony might be a little bit overrated. I could see him slipping out of the top five. Just be honest with you. Just be honest. And I'm not hating. So, don't y'all dare call me a, a, a hater at all. Or being petty. I'm being honest right now. Honey. Actually, call it... I'm, 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 I'm J.J. Colbert. Honey. Quarter four. Now, we've been talking about the present, even dipped into the past a little bit. I'm going to take this to the future quite a bit. <clears throat> High school recruiting. There's an article by Paul Biancardi, which he lists the top 25 high school players regardless of rank. And the number one player ain't going to come out this hole until 2023. Imoni Bates, 22, I'm sorry. He would be able to hit the draft in 23 if it's really still there. Um, 
I'm gonna keep it a whole buck with you. I think Bates is the truth. He 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 he's six nine as a freshman already. Skinny, I understand that. He reminds you of Kevin Durant. He reminds you of Kevin Durant. Um, I can't wait for the boy to get older. Fresh, like I said, he's a freshman right now. He dropped forty three against Bronny's squad. While LeBron, D Wade, Shaq, and Melo were all watching. That's a little bit of pressure, folks. Like to be able to do all that shows. Hey, this man does not care. He's gonna hoop regardless of who's there. His dad. Imani Bates' dad played D2 college and overseas. So he has at least a good foundation on basketball. Like, I don't like, if you play D3, D2, D1, guess what? You played in college. So I'm assuming your IQ is decent and you're going to have a decent foundation. And if you can teach your child, your offsprings, how to actually keep that foundation at an earlier age, they might have a better leg up than most folks. So when the class of 22, of 2022, is coming out. He'll still be number one, barring any severe injuries or any random blow-ups out of the normal. But like I said, he reminds me of Kevin Durant. Definitely has a scorer's mentality. I want to see him pass a little more. Um, handle could get a little tighter. I understand he has lanky arms. I have lanky arms. I understand it's like a little harder to dribble sometimes. But the boy's about to be solid. The man's about to be the truth. And to be honest with you. I think it's funny that we have Zion in the league now, and then Imani Bates coming in in about three, four years. That's kind of similar to how Braun and KD formed up a little bit. There's a bit of an age gap there, so that's going to be interesting to watch people play. Uh, just, just continue to watch that going forward. Like, I think that'll actually be great. And I really hope we get to see Imani Bates in 2022. Preferably college, because I want to see him go to Duke, potentially. But if the NCAA and the NBA finally come to a conclusion, hey, let's just let these boys go from high school straight to the league, I'll see him in the NBA. You know, and by that time, maybe the Lakers can pick him up. You know, we kick Brown off squad somewhere. You know, scoop this man up, you know. And we'd be good. And we'd be all right. All right. Well, listen. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Continue to subscribe. Continue to listen. Share it to your mamas, your aunties, and your babysitters if you need to. Uh, again, I, li- I really do appreciate the support. Oh, no. I'm in- Oh, my laundry. I got to go. See y'all.